the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. All right, all right. Hey, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's the House of Pride show coming at you from a new time. It's 8 p.m. to 9, and I'm sitting here at Tweaker Turner with my co-host right now, the f wonderful Fudgy Fritage. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Fudgy, I'm so excited to have you. How are you? I'm great. I was swimming, and now I am just ready to talk to the bunion, Lady Bunny. Yes, the living legend herself, <laughs> She's coming to San Francisco, folks. We're going to hear all about it. Lady Bunny is coming up right after we listen to her top 20 hit a few years back. Take me up high. Check it out. I don't know about you, Fudgy, but I want to be taken up higher by Lady Bunny. <laughs> Where are the poppers? I don't know. Let's ask if she's having, bringing them on Friday. Hey, Lady Bunny, can you hear us? I certainly can. And, <laughs> you know, it wasn't hearing that song that took me high tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I've always liked that song. That was a top 20 smash for you. Congratulations. Yeah, that was fun. I heard there might be a remix or two coming out. Do it. Right, Fudgy? Yeah. How are you? I'm doing good. Fudgy, how are you? I'm doing great. Looking forward to your shows, Buns. Fudgy! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, can you tell us all about it? When are you actually leaving to come here? Are you taking the red eye? No, I get in Friday and perform Friday night <laughs> because I'm such a trooper and Saturday night. And then I'm going to stay a few extra days and I really want to see... Um, uh, the Golden Girls and, you know, just assorted friends like Fudgesters and uh, Ebony Jet and uh, Marilyn Pittman and all the kooks of San Francisco. But I've missed Oasis. We had to reschedule this gig a couple of times, and uh, I'm excited because i got lots of new material. Now, do I know it all? We're going to find out. Are you going <laughs> to tape it to the stage like uh, Joan Rivers does? 
You mean Jackie uh, B? And Jackie B. I like that idea. You know, it might not be bad. <laughs> you know, I, I get so same... jealous of the young queens that can read things on their phone. <laughs> I can't read anything on my phone. Well, you know, you'll have the love of the audience to float you. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't have prompters at the Oasis yet. You would think, at, you know, they, they've taken it up a notch. Maybe, the, Darcy, maybe they do. Darcy's got the AARP card now, yeah. too. So, Right, and okay, so the, the, the font would be bigger. I think you'll be the okay. The prompters are actually quite expensive because if you – I mean, you can hook up an app and do it on an iPad. But that ain't gonna be big enough for me, honey. I need big blocks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, just and I'm too vain to take, put my it to the stage. Maybe we'll have like you know somebody signing or something, in, in, you know, it, kind of like a, a game of charades. Or no, something. <laughs> no, they haven't gotten that PC there yet. Thank God. I'm sure you'll be fine. Well, can you tell us the audience, uh, listening audience, what they should expect? The name of the show is "That Ain't No Lading." That's right. Um, it's more dirty, filthy, sick, and wild parodies, jokes. Um, you know, we've got some new parody targets from Lizzo to Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. So uh, I, uh, it, it's just lots of new stuff. I'm happy. I haven't been able to say that for a while, but I did do a little writing during COVID and a, little, a lot of eating. <laughs> A lot of eating I've got a lot and of some new writing. Material. I let out a few of my dresses. <laughs> yes, some, well, you know, bring it to Fudgy. She'll she'll make a some uh, attire, some accessories for you. I will. <laughs> I my sewing machine is lost somewhere in the garage. Oh, when, did, is what it? did you? She Fudgy lost his her sewing machine. His. Oh, his sewing machine. So don't bring it. Well, <laughs> uh, Tweeka is. Tweeka is on acid or something because <laughs> I don't do design work. Besides, Lady I, Bunny I, has some of the most fabulous outfits. Yeah. They don't fit anymore, though, so I'm wearing <laughs> some real busted shit. You can borrow <laughs> some of Tweeka's stuff. I threw it all out the other day, honey. That's it. You did? <laughs> yeah, I need to. I mean, oh, my she God. She gave it to the homeless because so, they needed new tents. Yeah, that's right. Um, oh my God! So I just buy yards of fabric and, and slit a hole. And now they're homeless and homeless. <laughs> my, I, I'm inspired by Lady Bunny's outfits, those beautiful moo-moos. I, but for me, the, I'm, I'm not that sophisticated, <laughs> so I just buy like you know 20 yards and slit a hole in the middle and, and stick it over my head. That's my outfit. Well, that's basically what I do. <laughs> But um, for, hey, Lady Bunny, I bought three tickets. I can't wait to see your show this Friday at Oasis, San Francisco's Oasis. Um, how do Wonderful. how can folks go to um, get some tickets? They're going like hotcakes, I hear. It, they are selling well, and that's uh, both nights. So yeah, grab tickets at ffoasis.com. O a s i s. So it's ff is in San Francisco. Oasis. Dot com and the shows are Friday and Saturday of this week at I think it's seven p.m. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is the cocktail hour show. <laughs> That's the one I'll be at, celebrating a belated yeah. birthday. Honey, <laughs> everything in New York closes down at you know midnight. I think that's like a, I think that I'm doing shows for Christmas in New York that are like six thirty. <laughs> oh, and that's a city that never sleeps, Fudgy. 
I, I, I'm very familiar. <laughs> but it is sad yeah. because we, Tweeka and I did a show on Saturday, Halloweeny, and it started at 5.30. Of course, we, I didn't show up till quarter to eight, and then it ended at 10. Okay. Yeah, everything's been pushed early, like... But Princess at Oasis goes until 3 a.m., so you'll, you'll be in good company out here, Buns. Yeah, well, honey, I ain't going to be up at 3 a.m. <laughs> you might be. Uh-uh. You, might, no, you might have no. some edible, like an edible uh, experience. No, I'll grab some of those edibles and put, put the headphones on. <laughs> you know, we have legal weed in New York, but you can't, can't get a medical card or something. Jesus. Isn't that pitiful? Well, uh, Fudgy will hook you up. <laughs> I, I thought that you had edibles in New York. That was a, what's beeping. That was okay, and um, that you, but that you. Oh, right, but that you need a med card to go to the dispensary. That is bullshit. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I know, but San Francisco, you could just walk in and get it, right? That's, That's what you right. can do in LA. That's right. Okay. Well, where are you staying when you come here? Are you staying at? Um, Eclina's old house apartment. Well, I'm so worried about stalkers being so young and <laughs> What's your address? <laughs> I hesitate to tell you. I know. Don't give that up. That you know, people will be out there hounding her. They'll be throwing wigs at your window at midnight. Well, I was in Miami last week and um, DJing at this really fancy hotel at the event space across the street, and I'm walking out of the hotel. <laughs> And suddenly this gorgeous million-dollar playboy-looking, you know, uh, young guy in a cummerbund and starts talking to me saying, hey, where's the show? Honey, I haven't had sex since COVID started, so I'm rusty. In the old days, I would have said, oh, I'm in room 811, but I just kept acting like I was coy. (laughs) <laughs> Whatever. So yeah. Oh, honey. I hope I'm less rusty on stage than I am trying to put my moves on some man in Miami. Mm-hmm. I thought you were in but, Tampa, St. Pete. I was there and first in in Miami Beach for two different uh, gigs. Oh, nice. Yes. And I, I hear one the part for the Democratic uh, fundraising apparatus, the DC. So clearly, the DCCC, so clearly uh, they don't read everyone's uh, internet social media <laughs> profile hiring for every job, because you know I will take uh, Democrats, Republicans, or whoever to have. But, but I don't deal with that in my show, because, honey, let's get together while we can and have a fucking laugh after a rotten year or two. Amen know? to that. We need to laugh. I need to laugh. San Francisco has good... You know, COVID, like low COVID infection, and I think they're pretty good at uh, Oasis at you know getting people to present, which uh, wear masks or you know I thought they were just doing that in San Diego because their cases uptick at a place called Urban Mose, and they're requiring either a, a negative test or you know vaccine proof. I don't know if that's been the case. Yes, all you have over to show Florida, proof of vax. It? Oh, mm-hmm. Florida, no. Florida, I mean, just, anything sorry. goes in Florida. You can even wear white after Labor Day there. <laughs> yes. oh, well, Lord. I, do, yeah, I do that. I do. I do. I well, we do all that. do. But, <laughs> yeah, but I'll tell you what, though. Florida has the sexiest men I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. yeah? What kind of men do you go for, lady? Bunny? 
I mean, I like older men, but at my age, they're dead. <laughs> well, there's so, lots of graveyards in Florida. <laughs> well, I mean, the funny thing is, when, you, when you're not as uh, consumed with being a slut as I was for decades, it just stops at being your main priority, you know. <laughs> and so... All that time I was running around thinking, oh, when you get old, nobody's going to want it. And then you, you get old and you realize, wait a minute, I don't care. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can relate to that. <laughs> I can. So but, it works. Yeah. God works in mysterious ways. It, it worked out in the end. <laughs> Nobody wants your ugly old <laughs> I always thought that there was a fetish for gum jobs. I, you know, I always remember that being I, like I, I is, agree. But I don't think that you take them home to to meet the parent, the person that gives to your them the mom. Gum job. You don't. Yeah. I don't think you give them the wedding ring. Yeah, but uh, at least you can. Just give them you know, the denture grip. I'm sure that you're you're still in demand. There's probably you probably have like groupies following you around each show. Like at Oasis. Uh, no, more like creditors. <laughs> is, that, is that what we're calling creditors? There, Oasis has fabulous bathrooms where you can do like a quickie, I think. Okay. <laughs> so well, just keep that in mind, know? okay? After you come. How do you know that, Tweeka? <laughs> I, I, the first time I went in there and I saw those bathrooms with those locks on their silver doors, I'm like, oh my God, what a great place to hook up. That's what, that was my first thought. Other than how you wonderful you the club is. You thinking of the artistic <laughs> experience that you had there? Um, you know, it goes hand in hand, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for a split second, yes. But Don't tell me. I didn't Pecolina dwell on it. So you, Pecolina was performing, so you stayed in the bathroom. That was... Right, well, Pecolina won't let me in the door anymore when she's there, so I have to, you know, have to tread lightly. But, uh... But she's retired in Palm Springs now, anyway. <laughs> yes. But I want to Can say, I... Oasis is a beautiful venue, and you're going to be... You're going to be in... In, yeah. yeah, you're going to be in beautiful in a beautiful venue and taken care of. And audience, folks listening to us, I bought tickets. That's how I'm so excited to laugh and have a good time. So go get those tickets. Uh, go right. I went to um, the Oasis uh, webpage, and it's it's linked to EventbriteTickets.com. Uh, I think. Yes, I, think I believe so. that that is the true. Easy breezy. I just clicked away. And well, I cannot wait to see you. What night are you coming? Coming Friday. I'll be in the second row. So not the first okay. row because I, I you know, I, I didn't want to get spit on accidentally. Um, but I'll be in the second row celebrating you know belated what? birthday. That's not dumb. That's not dumb. <laughs> Tweak a happy I mean, belated birthday. Thank you. Uh, thank you, thank you. It's her birthday too. Okay. Was oh. it your birthday, Lady Bunny? I thought you were born well, no, in August. That's what I thought. I, 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 you must mean Tweeka. Uh, I can't wait to see you again. Oh, we just. Oh, let's. Let me introduce our. We just have a um, a new queen coming into our control room. The one and only. Okay. Um, I would say she's established, but still up and coming, rising star, Miss Sadie Payne. Oh, how are you doing Sadie, tonight? Sadie Payne? <laughs> yes. Yes, that's me. All right, girl. She, she likes the slapping. Hi. Hi, Sadie. All the slapping, all the back rooms, you know, all that nasty, naughty, drag nonsense. Have you guys crossed no, paths yet? I don't know about any of that. We have no. not crossed paths yet, but you know, <laughs> I'll have to come to Oasis this weekend and check it out. Come. I hope you do. 
Saddy. I mean, Saddy. Saddy. Saddle pain. Yes. Saddy plane. (laughs) Sadie, you're so cute, I want to say. She's she's adorable. How nice I was until you came. See? So, Lady Bunny, are you dating anyone? Can I ask a personal question? I just told you I haven't had sex in two years. Okay. That doesn't mean that you're not dating someone. I feel like you have a husband For somewhere. Me it does. Can you put him on? Let's meet him. <laughs> well, I did actually meet someone during the pandemic, and we went on a date um, where we were on the Staten Island Ferry, and we were—I was harassed. We were both harassed by a drunk Muslim guy in a tracksuit who was threatening us. And going on and on about um, politics and in a way that made very little sense. But, hey, if I hadn't uh, spouted gibberish when I was drunk uh, I, at many a time, then I, I, could, uh, I couldn't forgive him. But I, I, would, I did spout gibberish, so I can't forgive. It's okay. We forgive you. We, lo- we love you, Lady Bunny. <laughs> oh, Now I get paid for the gibberish. That's right. <laughs> Oh, we have a, a new queen coming in too. Uh, you might have heard, uh, you guys might know each other. The one and only, the greatest share impersonator of San Francisco, uh, Christina Ashton. Hello. Well, hello. Hello, share. <laughs> well, how are you, Lady Bunny? Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, a lot of people often confuse me with Chad. Oh. When I'm out <laughs> so you guys could have like a, a little thing together, like a, maybe you could do a show together. Mother and daughter. Mother Mother and son. Mother and son, yes. Even though I'm sure you're probably half my age. Uh, Close to it, no. (gasps) Well, how old are you now, lady? (laughs) Does anyone ask your age? I guess it's rude to ask. I turned 59 in August, so I'm officially pushing 60. That's a good age. I like that age. Yeah, I'm half her age. The the hot pants (laughs) and the pigtails and the Mary Jane from here on out. That's my only last dish way. So this youth I'm getting braces put in and ribbons in the ponytail. How about an artificial hip? Has that come yet? <laughs> That's the next thing. Is that it's that months That's away? That's after sixty. <laughs> yeah. Or okay, seventy. Well, well if you could just well, push it to like um what's the retirement age because then you get Medicaid or something. Sixty six. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, honey, there's no retirement. We drop dead. Drop dead on stage. That's the way. That's the way to go, I think. We slay ourselves. Yes. You're going to slay us this Friday and Saturday. It's a two-night show here in San Francisco. Folks, it's a treat. Two nights, not one night only, two nights, the whole weekend. So if you haven't bought tickets and you're looking for something to do, I would say this this is the party to go to. What do you think, Fudge? Well, I can't wait because the last time that Lady Bunny was in town, I missed the show because I went to L.A. on one of my few excursions out of the city. So I haven't seen Lady Bunny in a longer time than most of my friends who always go to Lady Bunny shows here in San Francisco. Well, I I hope that you like the new material because there actually is some this time. Yes, you, you were hunkered down during the pandemic and, and you had ample time to write new material to share with us, your adoring fans. 
Christina? Well, the last time I saw Aunt Buddy and our paths crossed was she was running right past Julius with a suitcase on her way to a gig. Past Julius? You were running by Julius as I was walking out. Oh, the, the bar in New York? Yes. I moved here to San Francisco from New York three years ago. Did you ever eat their hamburger? I did. <laughs> uh, and you lived And their tell? BLTs. Huh? Their BLTs are amazing, too. Bacon. I've only had the burger. That is just ridiculous. Oh, they are great. I don't really even love hamburgers that much, but that Mmm. Mmm. Honey, My mouth they got some watering. fucking Stonewall on that grill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that grill is ancient. I don't know what makes it. It tastes so good. They probably never cleaned it. That's what it is, yeah. yeah. The um, the special spices, I would say. The special sauce. Yeah, like rat poison. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sadie, have you guys crossed paths? Have you ever seen a show of uh, Lady... Are you going Friday? Come with us. Yes, I'm going to check it out on Friday. I have not had the wonderful pleasure of crossing paths with Lady Bunny just yet. And I still haven't even made it out to New York yet. <laughs> Stuck in San Francisco... Bitch, you know, gig to gig, you can't afford plane tickets, you can't afford trips. But, you know, I cannot wait to well, see you this I'm weekend. that's coming to you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she is coming to you. So, assuming that I don't pick up COVID on the flight. <laughs> on the flight, yeah. The show has been canceled. No, that won't happen. I can't wait to see the show on Friday. Like I said, I have the tickets. You better come. Don't don't no, I, don't cancel. For you, I will make sure that no droplets or particles enter my mouth. <laughs> That's okay. I just got my third vaccination, so I, I feel like as well protected as possible. You know. I did too. I got mine. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, Fred Schneider from the B52s says he sends his love. First, he said he hated you, but then he was just. <laughs> <laughs> we have a love hate. <laughs> it's a love hate relationship. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I interviewed him on Monday. He couldn't make Wednesday, Lady Bunny. But uh, he sends his love. And I, I was curious to know, when was? do you recall the first time you guys met? In Atlanta. And, uh, you know, they were taking off. This is probably 1983 or two, right before I moved to New York. So, um, you know, Rock Lobster and the next album were out. You know, with Love Shack. None of that was out. And uh, I actually remember meeting him, and I loved the B-52s, and I was just trying to make conversation, and I asked where he was staying. And he, Fred kind of, I mean, almost snapped, um, you know, why or something like, like that. And I was like, babe, okay, I like y'all. I'm not trying to be a <laughs> – I'm not trying to stalk you. I don't like you that much. But I, Fred is a deer, and I do love the bees. Oh, my God. Incredible new wave, ecstasy. I love. I love them He's too. He's funny and very twisted, and always sending sick text stuff with Joey Arias and all that crew. Yeah, he's that group's fabulous. He's he was it was a great interview. I am so honored to have the time to speak with him, and I'm honored to have the time to, to speak with you. You've been a guest, but it has been quite a while. So um, it's 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 wonderful that you're back on the show and you're coming to San Francisco. Can you? Uh, uh, tell our folks one more time where they can go get those tickets. Yes, it's Lady Bunny and That Ain't No Lady at sfoasis.com. In case I have a list, that's <laughs> in case I do. 
F as in Frank, oasis.com. And it's this Friday and Saturday night at 7 p.m. Lady Bunny and That Ain't No Lady. And I cannot wait to see you. Thanks for having me. Yes, let's have a nice round of applause for Lady Bunny. Does anybody have any last thoughts for Lady Bunny before we let her go? Fudgy? Besides retire. (laughs) (laughs) Did Fred Schneider write Dirty Back Road about you? (laughs) Yes, it's on my underwear. Uh, yeah. See, I want a good question. What's that on your head? A wig about me, <laughs> ladies. I'll just say safe travels because I know Bianca's gonna text you and wish the opposite. <laughs> I know, I know. Someone she, she just posted a picture on Twitter and someone tweeted at me and said, "This is the last thing that Bunny will see before they close the car." <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a friend's bore! I love it. <laughs> I know, I know. Anyway, all right, my love. All right. Good meeting you and check, catching up with everybody. Likewise, Lady Bunny, we'll see you this weekend in San Francisco, folks. Come see the show. We're going to go out now with more of your big smash on Billboard. Take me up high. All right. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye, sweetie. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We're going to be interviewing, I think it's in Chicago. We're going to... Uh, a hot new recording artist by the name of Anthony uh, Sprunk. All right, we're gonna listen to his music in just a second. We'll be right back.
Alrighty. Can I hear myself? Hello. Yes. Hey, we're back. Half House Pride Radio, live from San Francisco at our new times, 8 to 9 p.m. Moving along pretty fast. All right. We've got a bunch of local luminaries in the uh, control room with me. We're going to go around and just introduce ourselves, and then we're going to head over to Chicago. So I'm Tweeka Turner. I am Christina Ashton. I am Tatus Kane. And I'm Prince Wolf. Also known as DJ Prince Wolf. Welcome, everyone. Um, uh, let's. Uh, I'm going to debut a new song that's shooting up uh, the record pools right now, um, doing really well. And uh, it's by um, this young artist, recording artist, Anthony Sprunk. So uh, we're going to call him after we listen to the song and hear all about it. Are you guys down with that? Oh, yeah. The name of the song is Life Goes On, and here it is. Check it out, folks. So I know why I left a pretty face with a 
So does our show, House of Pride Radio, coming at you live from San Francisco. And I do believe we have live via telephone in Chicago, uh, the one and only, the recording artist, Anthony Sprunk. Am I pronouncing your name correct? That is 100% correct. Is that Icelandic? Uh, No. Oh. Well, welcome to House of Pride. How are you? (laughs) I am wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Well, we uh, it's great to have you. I just want to go around the room. We have a, a... few local luminaries sharing uh, the uh, control room with us. Uh, I'm Tweek Turner, your host, and right next to me I have... I am Christina Ashton. She impersonates Cher. I do. Oh. <laughs> and I'm DJ Prince Wolf. Say it, say it again. We, I had your mic down. Hello, Anthony. It's Sadist. <laughs> Hi. She, she loves your song. She oh, comp- thank you very much. It's super cute. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Can you tell us a little bit about the song? Did you write it? Oh, yes. I wrote this song, um, I think, May 2019. And then um, I kind of had it on my computer for that whole summer following. And then I knew I had to do something different with this track. Like, it just didn't feel completed. And then that's when I met uh, Georgie Porgy and... He is what took it to like the next level, and now we have a bunch of remixes, and yeah, I'm so happy with it. Fabulous. Yeah, I am House, Georgie Porgy. Uh, we just were listening to his, one of his mix. It was the uh, Jack and House vocal mix. Um, I'm jamming on that one because it sounds a little bit like uh, the um, uh, the break in, um, in Dim All the Lights. Did you hear that, uh, DJ Prince? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, but there's fabulous mixes. Tell us who else is on the EP. So there's also DJ Q, um, Super Dance Pop. I love that remix. I love all the remixes, but uh, uh, we got Lee Dagger on there. Oh, uh, nice. The Perry Twins. Mm. A bunch of people. Yeah, that's some big names. Lee Dagger from uh, Bimbo Jones. Yeah. Yes. Fabulous. And the Perry Twins. Wow. They're, I think Are they still based in L.A.? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, so that's so cool that you wrote this song. Is it from a personal experience? Did you break up with somebody? <laughs> it was like, it was from a personal experience. Everything I write comes from, um, yeah, a personal experience. And this was kind of just a dead-end relationship, basically. And it's just basically life goes on. As cliche as that kind of sounds, that's just the truth. How long were you uh, were you together? Um, it was about two, three months. Um, I definitely romanticized the whole situation, but here we are today. So now you wrote a song. It's like t- Taylor Dane of dance music. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> did you did this person hear the song? But I'm 100 percent sure that they have. Um, and if not, well, then I guess that's their loss. 
though. Yeah, it's a great song, and congratulations! It's it's rising up the charts. Um, yeah, we have a DJ right here, DJ uh, uh, Prince Wolf. He may very well add it to his uh, playlist. Oh, yeah, that okay. means yes. Did you hear the the howl? Yes, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sadis, can you relate to you know a three month relationship that goes south? That's my whole relationship career, bitch. Like, before I moved to San Francisco, I was in a small town, three-month relationships. There was no such thing as commitment, you know, because all the, you know, curious but closeted men in my hometown. Where was this? Uh, I would like to say Fresno, California, but that's a lie. (laughs) A place called Tulare. And if you don't know what that is, I'm so thankful you don't. Is that in California? Yes, it's right. Now, it's uh, in between Fresno and Bakersfield, a very small town. Wow, sound. It sounds a little isolating. Yeah. Um, see, your song is universal. It touches a chord for many people who hasn't been through a three-month relationship. Christina. Oh yeah, when I was younger. Yeah. Seems like the thing to do. Sure. Often. Are you in a new relationship now, um, Anthony? Um, no, not at the moment. <laughs> He's single, folks. <laughs> Do you, you know, this is when the fan mail starts coming in, I think. Yeah, we love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're based in, in Chicago. Is there any opportunities to perform live in um, some cities or local even? Yeah, uh, we've been looking around. Um, but right now, I'm just working on some more music at the moment, but still promoting life goes on but nothing um live as of right now yeah well we're still getting out of the pandemic i mean uh, we're in san francisco and even here it's uh you know kind of like some barriers to get over before we're full throttle boogie back into the uh the scene i would say you know getting there slowly um oh how old are you if you don't mind me asking you seem really young to me i'm 22 oh that's a nice age yeah what did you say, Sadis? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Such a baby. Aw. Um, well, we want to thank you for coming on House of Pride. We, you want to come on back sometime? Oh, of course. I would love to. We're really feeling your song, Life Goes On, and it does go on. You know, mm-hmm. you know, a three-month relationship is nice, and it's probably very passionate, but, I mean, there'll be bigger and better things in your future, you know, for everyone uh, if you're only 22, my God, the world is your oyster, as they say. <laughs> uh, but let's go out with another mix. You said you like the um, the Q, Q mix? Q mix? Yeah, DJ Q. All right, let's go out with that. Hey, let's have a nice round of applause for Anthony Sprunk. All right, baby, we'll talk to you again. Thank you for coming on House of Pride Thank Radio. You so much for having me. Next up, we're going to go one on one with Christina Ashton. Stay tuned. Just try to let things go 
Life's going on. Our show's going on. It's almost over. Jesus, we're 22, but we can go a little longer. Uh, uh, House Pride Radio, new time. Glad to be here with you guys. Listen to us. Now's the time to call in if anyone's listening and has questions for uh, Christina Ashton, DJ uh, Prince Wolf, or my co-host, Miss Sadis um, Payne. Now's the time to do it. What's the number? It's 415-550-0511. That's 415-550-0511. What he said. <laughs> well, welcome, Christina, uh, otherwise known as Cher, the, the well, thank you. most successful Cher impersonator in the Bay Area. How are you? I am fabulous, and thank you for having me. Well, I know Sadie Sadis has a question for you. <laughs> You know, no, I, like I, I told you last time I, I would, but you know, I don't want to be so shady on the on the radio. Why you are everywhere else? Go Facts. for it. Go for Facts. it. The mic is yours. Uh, <laughs> Why do you guys have like something? Is there some friction that we don't know about? Definitely not. No, not at all. <laughs> well, you guys before have performed. You've performed at your show, mm-hmm. yes, which yep. is called The Kingdom. At the it's at SF Eagle and it's a kink variety show. And in fact, don't you DJ there, Prince Wolf? Uh, yeah, I do. It's every first Sunday of the month at 7 p.m. at the SF Eagle. Wow, how fabulous! It's like a family affair right here at House Pride Radio. And as Sadist has performed at my show at with a twist with Three Queens, are we? What did you perform there? What did, what did I perform there? Yeah. I performed, you know, the little spooky, spooky Halloween mixes along with uh, some dance mixes where I slammed my knees on the floor and danced until I got all the coin. All right. She knows how to work it. Oh, she does. So, Christina, you're a, more of a mature uh, performer. Where did it all start for you? Uh, New York City, 31 years ago. How did, it, did you just wake up one day and you were like, I've got to put on some stilettos? Uh, not quite. So, short version. I had a copy of my uncle's ID. He was 25. I was 17. We look similar, but there's no way at 17 I was going to pull off being 25. So getting in drag solved that issue. 
So mother's the uh, necessity is the mother of invention. Yes. <laughs> and it was a year later. Drag was only to go out in that first year. So you wouldn't get carded. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then a talent night came along, won it. Were book. you doing share? Uh, not right then, no. Huh. The first song I ever did was Jasmine Guy, Try Me. Huh. Whitley. I don't know that one. Do you know that one, Sadis? I do not. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> with Christina Ashton, you, she could be doing numbers from every genre every year, but, you know, mainly from the 1920s when she was born. Yes. That, that, the flapper. The, the flappers. The flapper moment. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, well, uh, you know, close I, enough. I really appreciate the genre of country that you've mastered uh, with Reba. Reba McIntyre, yes. McIntyre. I was going to say Macintosh, but it's not. No. no. <laughs> My, that's uh, yes. I'm I'm going to hell for that. <laughs> but uh, so starting in New York, did you cross paths with the Crowbar, or is that where you met? Cross paths with Lady Bunny. They were all working back then. Uh, I had cross paths the Crowbar, the Phoenix, uh, Boiler Room. Uh, Julius, as we mentioned with uh, Lady Bunny earlier. With the fabulous uh, Stonewall. Pizza. All the fabulous places. Oh, yes. Yeah. I worked at Boots and Saddle. Oh, I, I know that bar. Where um, a couple of drag race front runners and winners, uh, Bob the Drag Queen, used to work at Boots and Saddle. And this is before the internet. Oh, yes. So you, you had to bring CDs or, or cassettes, maybe. CDs, cassettes. Vinyl? No. But then we quickly went to phone only at most places. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Oh, my God. I used to get so pissed when the queens would hand me their phone when I was DJing. And it's like you have to kind of hook it up and hope that your system is going to relate to. Yeah. Well, the thing in New York, <laughs> most shows are just one queen and a, one queen with a guest, maybe. Mm -hmm. So the DJ just has your phone. You have your playlist in the order of your two-hour show that you're on stage. Oh, okay. That and it's plugged in and all they have to do is hit play. Yeah. So how did you end up? Oh, I'm asking all the questions. Zetas, anything else you'd like to ask? Uh... I will let you ask this one away because, you know, all the stories that I can't wait for Christina Ashton to share with us. Have you guys ever had sex? That's what I want to ask. Definitely not. No. I'm okay. I don't, uh, <laughs> you know, playing with Christina Ashton's like playing with dinosaurs. It's not needed. Oh. You're not a fan of... Uh... I can't wait to introduce her at her next show. <laughs> <laughs> this is, she doesn't give me the microphone when I do her show. Because she's like, uh-uh. I is, said too much already. I feel like this is mild verbal S&M going on right now. You know, <laughs> they don't call me Shady Pain for a reason. Uh, uh, wait, so how did you start personally share? Um, As I was searching to improve makeup once I had performed... I had some help from what was known as a drag mother and she started doing my makeup and was like, well, wait, hold on. I want to change a few things. You could really look like Cher. And she was right. So then it was that like a revelation when you looked in the mirror and you saw Cher. Oh yeah. When she would do my makeup, she was like, I couldn't see the mirror. Just hold still. I'm doing what I'm doing and spun me around. And up until that point, I'd only wore blonde hair. And Cher really hadn't been dabbling much in blonde hair other than skits on the Sonny and Cher show. Mm -hmm. So being in black hair and the makeup job, it was just like, I'm Cher. But then it took quite a long time to master it. You have to get down all the, the right moves, gestures, her little quirks. 
and do it all at the right time. When's the next time you're doing share? Maybe like a Sunny and Share situation. Um, I'm actually going to be doing a private event with a friend being Sunny, and I will be share. It's actually a uh, vowel renewal ceremony for a couple in the Castro. Oh, how romantic! That's super cool. And we were hired specifically for I Got You, Babe. I would imagine. And you probably wouldn't do Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. No. No. Not for this couple. <laughs> you should. <laughs> and for our next number. Uh, no. Sadie, maybe. but <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's so funny. So you guys performed how many times would you say, Sadie? Uh, how many times we performed together? Yeah. Probably like three or four times a month, maybe more. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. Okay. During the pandemic, uh, we did a lot at Knobs. Right. Helping bring awareness to their situation with the pandemic and performing on the sidewalk. Um, some other places outside. Right. So we started at Knobs doing fundraisers to help keep the businesses in the Castro alive. And then it moved to the Cinch and now with the Twist and Eagle and all that. And I can't wait to do more and perform with Christian Ashton more. And then prior to that, it was myself, Olivia Hart, and Kelly Rose formed Three Queens Are We when there were no parklets, when nothing was open. And basically, we wanted to perform, so we decided every Tuesday we would perform in front of a bar or business that was closed down. Well, even in the middle of the street. It's very true. <laughs> Literally. And we broadcasted on Facebook Live and promoted the GoFundMes of those bars and businesses. Yeah. And then it started drawing crowds to support the workers in the bars. And then as the uh, parklets opened, it just continued. And then we were making money for ourselves. That's always a good feeling so, in this city. <laughs> yeah, it, it was great to have the bars call us back and say, you know what? If you want to do a show outside, come make some money for you now. So that Not, was amazing. Oh, oh they gave back. That yes. was nice. Wow. Excuse me. Where do you see yourself going in, you know, the next couple of years? What are your ambitions? What's your driving wheel, Cher? Oh, geez. Uh, just keep getting better. I mean, drag is ever growing and changing. Um, during the course of the pandemic, I never thought I'd pick another character to do. But I've been working on a couple. I like your re we Reba. You're going to get her name right once, aren't Reba you? Reba McIntyre. There you go. <laughs> Quite good. Um, but I've been working on a couple of things that I want to introduce this year. Um, right before the pandemic, I was doing a nationwide tour and only got three dates in. So like Cher had to stop her tour. I had to stop mine and hopefully both pick back up. Have, have you crossed paths with Cher? Has she thanked you for, I met her once in the late nineties in Orlando, Florida at downtown Disney. It was a fundraising event, and you had 30 seconds mm. to basically say hello and get an autograph picture. Were you in drag? No, I wasn't, unfortunately. Ah. I did go to a couple concerts in drag and have been pointed out by her. That's so cool. So, that's, that's something. But the one time I did meet her and get to talk to her, I was a babbling idiot because I started crying and didn't know what I wanted to say. And she looked at me and she said, put her hand down. She's like, relax, dude. I'm a regular person. Talk to me. You got 30 seconds. <laughs> 24. She signed the picture and I was just like, thank you. That's a moment to cherish. Oh, always. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on the show here. This is actually our first show since, God, a year and a half since the pandemic. 
that's live where we have people in. We've done some countdowns, but not li- not like this. Maybe, well, not the last for sure. I hope not. And it's what a way to, to start the uh, the new show off at a new time with these fabulous guests that we've had on tonight. And um, Christine, you're more than welcome to come back anytime you'd like. Uh, Give me a call. Where can folks go to follow you? Uh, you can go to, oh gosh, this is going to be fun. Um, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The name will be back to the correct name shortly. My account was hacked and I was, I was my name changed. Somebody changed my name and Facebook policy. Was it shading? Shading? <laughs> I'm beginning to wonder now. I am not that kind of person, okay. But Facebook policy, because they accessed it with my password, you have to wait 60 days to change it. That's which It automatically changed Instagram because they're connected. Yeah. Mm. So currently, you can follow me at Dylan star seneca on all three platforms it's d-i-l-l-o-n-s-t-a-r-r-s-e-n-n-e-c-a everyone will remember that (laughs) just like dylan star there is actually a dylan star on facebook that is an adult entertainer who like i apparently was already following he was like text me love the new name i'm like I promise you in 60 days it's going back. We can't wait. Uh, Well, let's have a nice round of applause for Christina. Yay! Folks, don't go anywhere. We're going to come back, uh, and uh, uh, Sadie's going to help me interview DJ uh, Prince Wolf, okay? Don't go anywhere. All right, that was Cher, just uh, paying homage to Christina Ashton's impersonation of Cher. I guess it probably would be hard to do that song. It's not really politically correct. Oh, <laughs> it's actually listed as one of the best written songs. If you look at people that, that break that information down, uh, how classic it is. And yeah, people go back and forth on it being politically correct. But if you actually listen to the word, she's defending a person the word half-breed now they say shouldn't be used she wore the same costume for 42 years if only she was half cherokee that right. would, you know 
But she's not. She's Armenian, right? Armenian, Armenian and Irish or something like French. that. French. Oh, French, yeah. Canadian. Yeah. She's gorgeous. I love her. Cher's amazing. Um, but uh, let's segue into the life and beats of DJ uh, Wolf. DJ Prince Wolf. Welcome. Thank you. We've got your we've got your latest playlist you made just for House of Pride. Thank you. Absolutely. We're gonna play that. But um Sadie, help me interview um Mr. Wolf. Yes. All right. So if you don't know who uh DJ Prince Wolf is, DJ Prince Wolf has been like breaking out into the scene a lot more more since COVID is slowing down and you know, making things a lot easier. You can catch uh Prince Wolf all the time at the Eagle. Working with me, Johnny Rocket, and many other amazing performers. So, Prince Wolf, what is your next <laughs> big thing? He's gonna look it up, bitch. I can't. No, no, no. I, I have a bunch of events coming up that I'm really looking forward to. I had a really good and busy October, and that was pretty awesome. I think I, I told myself lockdown was pretty tough. So, as a DJ, I was like, you know what? Once we get back out there running, I'm really gonna uh, hit out running, and um, I like I need to give it my all or kind of move on to do something else. But um, I'm pretty excited about it, all the projects that I've been working with, with and uh, some future ones that are coming down the pipeline. Awesome. How did you uh, get into DJing? Was this something you've always done? Oh, okay. So that's a funny story. Um, I was at Aunt Charlie's, which is a dive bar in the Tenderloin. Right. Nobody's ever heard of that one. <laughs> <laughs> and this drag queen by the name of Gender Blue, Ruby Blue Gender Bender, asked me, "Hey, you're a DJ, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." At that point, I wasn't really a DJ. I just worked at a bunch of parties, and so. She's like, would you like to be my resident DJ at my party that I'm I'm doing a new drag show at the at the Lookout, which is a bar in the Castro? So I'm like, yeah. I'm like, when is it? So she told me the date, and I was like, all right, I have three months to figure this shit out. But lucky for me, I had a bunch of DJ friends, so um, I did have a lot of uh, resources to tap onto, and so that's how I started. <laughs> And how would you describe your style? Hmm. My personal style, there's, I DJ different genres. Uh, however, I have this thing called Wolf Rhythm. And it's sort of house from different uh, eras and, and beats and rhythms and grooves. That's how I would describe it. Yeah. Drums. Would you agree, Sadie? Totally would agree. Uh, DJ Prince Wolf is actually one of my favorites, even before I started working with them. And we are working together to create a new eclectic playlist for my show uh, that's going to be happening this Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. 7 p.m. at the Eagle. Oh, is it? Uh, how much does it cost to go to your, your party? It's only a $5 cover. You got to keep it cheap. You know, right out of COVID, everyone's starting to trying to start work again. And I'm like, Five dollars, great. Ten dollars, uh. So five dollars for right now. It's a really cute show. Seven dollars door. Uh, seven p.m. door. Seven thirty show, and it's going to be a very, very eclectic show this time around. Yeah, cheap cover and cheaper guests. Is it uh, 
SNM based uh, themed? Uh, SNM based themed and more. You'll see my pups coming around on their little leash, collecting tips and. So nice. Uh, DJ Principal will actually be coming at one point and spanking some of our little guests that we have. Yeah, we have demos, and I love paddling people, so it's a no-brainer. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Oh. Yeah, and I just got this new wolf paddle. Uh, someone made this wonderful paddle with my logo on it, so I'm looking for a few ass cheeks to imprint it. Who's the better spanker, Sadie? I mean, I, I think uh, Prince Wolf should hit harder, personally. You have Everyone has a different... Oh, yeah. No, you know, I've uh, seen Prince Wolf scare some people with how hard he can spank but you know i think uh principal should definitely hit a little bit harder make them their butts red for the rest of the night you know as a little memory and what's your technique for spanking my technique i don't i don't spank often i'm more of a flogger i love using floggers and uh i'm learning how to use the whip right now you know leave that mark so people will remember you in the morning like like a single tail or uh, yeah, the single tail whip is my favorite thing to use, and I actually learned it uh, in the forest earlier this year. Did I was you practice on Christina. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! No. Uh, so if you're ever into kink and you want to explore the impact play scene, you practice on pillows, stuffed animals, whatever, all that before you hit someone. So I was practicing on uh, paper towels and uh, stuffed animals, and now I've been hitting some pups and bears and otters and, otters and all that. Did you ever practice on beer cans? No, that was for other things that we won't talk about here. <laughs> you can talk about anything on House Pride Radio, but if you don't feel comfortable... No, uh, I mean, subject. the only thing I practiced on beer cans is uh, I used to live out in the country, so uh, I had a little pellet gun, uh, and then I, would learn, I was learning how to hunt, yeah. and I would use... Uh, little metal cans to practice before I hit animals because, you know. I mean, what does one hunt out in the desert? I wasn't in the desert, but there was uh, a lot of doves, and uh, I used to go to Alaska and hunt caribou. Oh, my God. Did you work at a fishery? No, it was just for my stomach and my family's stomach. Uh, My brother was really into hunting, so he got me into it when he was living in Alaska. It reminds me of that television show, the um, Alaskan... What are they? Uh, li- uh, Alaskan wild- wildlife, yeah. Yeah, like that family. That lives. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I can see you, like, trudging along in the snow. It's so funny because <laughs> whenever everyone meets me, they're like, what? You did that? I'm like, yep, that's, that's so- how I grew up. That is so butch. I used to grow up on the country, on a farm, and now I'm here in San Francisco, like... In stilettos. Yeah, exactly. Did you ever go to the Moose Dropping Festival? No, I didn't even know that was a thing. That sounds super I, cool. I, I, I think it's maybe in like a Taquitna or Anchorage. I'll definitely have to uh, ask my friends that still live in Alaska uh, to check it out. So I want to do a shout out to um, to the boys over at um, who've been doing their show at the Stud. Go bang! You, you've associated with them for quite some years. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So uh, Go Bang is turning thirteen years this. Uh, December, and there's four of us. There's Sergio Fadash, Steve Fabus, and Jimmy Dupree, along with Prince Wolf, myself, and we're all residents. We do a party every first Saturday of the month. We started at a dive bar in the Tenderloin called Deco Lounge. Then we moved over to the Stud, and when the Stud closed, we moved over to F8. So this Saturday, we're going to be there 
from 9 p.m. to 3 in the morning. Where is this located? F8 is located at Folsom and 8. F8. I love it. Right. Is this the stud gone now? Uh, the stud is still uh, in a position where they're either looking for a place or just waiting for the correct moment to join the, the nightclub scene. I believe in them. They still have the, their liquor license. I think if you have a liquor license, there's like some time where you have to uh, take a dump or get off the toilet sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So they do have... They've been working, as far as I know, they've been working hard towards it. And I feel like once the city and society hits back the floor running, hopefully sooner than, than later, they will be back. I look forward to seeing them and being back back there, um, either myself or with everyone else. Absolutely. I love dancing at the stud, to, at Go Bank parties. Christina, do you, have you danced at? I have been to one. Yeah. What's your favorite drink there? I drink the same thing everywhere. Vodka, orange juice. Screwdriver. I'm boring. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I drink a lot of them. Yeah. Well, that's good. They're not that expensive. So, I mean, I'll buy you one. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the uh, the music you brought us. We're going to go out with that now. Oh, yeah. So, um, I brought this special mix. I put down a few songs that were some of my favorites to play during the summer. And uh, there's Watch Out For This Song by DJ Tiny Tim. Um, I will be posting it later on for you guys. If you guys don't catch it or Pride of House of Pride Radio, uh, we'll post it as well, maybe. Um, and I look forward to everyone enjoying it. Uh, we're going to play right now, but you know what I like to do? Um, you might have seen um, this lady's feed on Facebook over the last few months. Uh, it's uh, uh, Miss DJ Freeze from Ohio, I believe, or Cleveland. She is battling cancer right now. She's going through chemo, and it's been a long battle. Uh, some some serious stuff. You know, she's like a, one of one of part of our family, like a DJ family. So um, can we dedicate the, the music to her? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, DJ Freeze, Miss Freeze, this one's for you. This music is going to make you feel better. We love you here at House of Pride Radio. Here we go with the mix from... DJ Prince Wolf. Folks, and don't go anywhere. Right after this, we have a pre-recorded interview with the legendary, iconic Fred Schneider from the B-52s. Don't go anywhere right after this. Dance now and then laugh later. Give it to me.
And that was the uh, fabulous mix from DJ Prince Wolf right here at House of Pride Radio. Well, we have just one guest left uh, for this evening's show, and that is the legendary, iconic uh, frontman from the fabulous new wave group, the B-52s. They've been around forever. They're still on the scene, folks, and they're going to be touring next year when the COVID uh, pandemic is more behind us. We're going to hear all about it right now. Get ready. Here is Fred Schneider. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's House of Pride Radio here at Mutiny Radio Station, live from San Francisco. And what an honor it is to have Fred Schneider from the B-52s on House of Pride Radio. Can you hear us, Fred? Yes, I can. Wow. You know, listen, Fred, I don't need fish. I need some of your monster blend. 
can you can you tell us a little bit about that oh yeah um i have a coffee company with a friend uh rick coven in florida uh he asked me like i guess it was 10 years ago now if i wanted to do a line of coffee and i came up with a really good tasty blend uh we haven't been able to reproduce it because we can't get we haven't been able to get the coffee beans that I use from Laos, but we have really good coffees. And he gave me half the company. And uh, it's in Deland, Florida, which is between Orlando and Daytona. And it's uh, shade-grown, fair trade, organic. Uh, and we uh, we give back to uh, uh, Laos because we drop, like, half a billion landmines on them and they get the people that had nothing to do with the Viet Cong or anything. Um, so, uh, and we, instead of going to big box stores, we do progressive organizations. Uh, we have some pride organizations. Uh, it's, it's going right. Profits percentage going to a good cause, Fred. That was very thoughtful of you to uh, give back like that and clean up some of those damn mines uh, that we left behind. Um, yeah, and when, but people, when they buy the coffee, not only do we give back a percentage, uh, the person, whoever gets the subscription can choose a charity of their, of their choice, and uh, money will go to that charity. Yeah. But we have a coffee shop that's open, and it's doing really well. The roastery is actually in our house. Oh, I love it. We, we had It was legal for uh, business and the residential i love it folks you you know you you go visit take the family to disney world and then on on your way out go stop at the monster blend uh house uh beanery <laughs> where where the roasting and the tasting is done and uh i don't know maybe you'll be there sometimes greeting folks We're well you know i wanted to ask you i mean everyone's written and there's a lot of documentation about how you guys got got started uh but for you like how old were you when you had that that bug in you that you like were musical and you, you really wanted to find an outlet to express yourself. Well, actually Keith and I uh, were doing basement tapes in the early seventies and uh, we just happened to fall into doing it. Uh, it I, we told the story uh, after drinking flaming volcanoes and going to a friend's house. <laughs> I mean, I never, we had done, uh, not the B-52s, but Keith, myself, and a bunch of friends, we had a one-night show called, the band was called Night Soil, mm -hmm. and we did the same four songs for about two hours. Oh, yes. Did... <laughs> and there's, there's photos of it. I mean, it, it was just noise, really. Yeah. I mean, we sang and all that, but um, it was. But nobody left. Everyone just sat there, probably stunned. <laughs> Did you say stoned? And uh, <laughs> the next day, the guy who owned the club—I mean, we didn't get make any money. I don't even think they gave us drinks. Uh, but, but anyway, what? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> we come back and <laughs> you worked your way up to a cup of cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, really, we deserved a beer. Good Christ! Uh, wow, it started in the basement and it's, it grew, you know, branches from there. 
Were you already friends with the ladies, or did you meet them a little bit later? With Kate and I Cindy? I met Cindy uh, the Halloween before we jammed. I kept asking Rick, I said, Ricky, I want to meet your sister. And he'd be like, I don't know. I think he was embarrassed, but it was, I don't know, you know, little sister syndrome or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't meet her. I have photos of that. And my first outfit, I went as a hangover. I had a seersucker suit and a white beater and a broken cigarette in my mouth and a penciled-in mustache. Um, I didn't know John Waters. Well, he didn't pencil in his mustache. He just had a thi- I didn't even know about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's funny. You mentioned John Waters. You guys have a very acute sense of humor. Um is that the something that runs in, in the uh, Schneider family? Twist, twisted is the word. <laughs> Sick and twisted, yes. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so, I mean, it's amazing. All these years later, you guys are still uh, technically a band, and you're, you're launching a tour uh, in 2022. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, Kate, Cindy, and I, Kate retired from the road, um, but Kate, Cindy, and I just did a song, um, Miranda Lambert. Oh, okay, yes. I, was, I wasn't, I mean, I knew the name, but I wasn't that familiar with the music, so I, I watched, I really liked her. She's sort of punky country. Yeah. She, she, she's a, I'm not going to put up with any bullshit type country gal. And how's that song, how did you guys interpret that song? Is it a, it's a female lead, or are you the lead on it? No, we backed her up. Oh, okay, very cool. I'm, I'm going to check it out on the webpage. Uh, folks, check out everything, uh, the merch, the, the music, the history on the B-52's website. Um, yeah, we keep uh, we keep refreshing our stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and it's all, you know, no polyester, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to buy a shirt, a <laughs> B-52's shirt. <laughs> we have a ton. Yeah, that's Kenny the- Sharp did uh, uh, one of the last ones we did. I don't know if they're still available. Well, I'm going to find out. They probably are. Uh, There's a lot of bootlegs, but um, we uh, you have to go to our website, and we'll just steer you to where it's legit. Yeah, the the, the official there. the official one. So, Fred, yeah. I I hear you're you you're based spending a lot of time out in East Hampton these days. Well, I live out here. In in the East Hampton? Near there. I'm yeah. not going to give out where I live. <laughs> what is your street address so we can all, like, you know, yeah. stand in your driveway? Well, someone, <laughs> in that rag, the New York Post, someone uh, printed, not the address. Well, maybe they did print it. This was years ago when I first moved out here, and boy, did we shut that down. <laughs> yeah. No, you want to, that's the place you go to get away from the 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 you know full throttle boogie in this of yeah. the city uh so and, where you know, where does everyone want an autograph or something like that send it to our management which is crush malibu and that's right uh, malibu right or or yeah. send it to john your friend john our mutual friend john <laughs> yeah send it to him <laughs> yes john get ready if you're listening for some uh, extra mail um <clears throat> is keith in woodstock new york these days Kate is, and Keith, she moved there after Keith moved there, but Keith moved to Key West, but he's, he's moving from Key West, thank God. 
Oh, geez, that is... Because I think it's going to go underwater eventually. <laughs> yes, right. Um, I don't know if he's going to move back to Woodstock, but maybe. You know, you never know. You never know. And where is Cindy based these days? Cindy's in Athens. Oh, she is in the hometown. I'm loving it. Hometown girl. Love it. Yeah. <clears throat> Do they have a big statue of you guys there in the, in the town? As no, a, but they named, uh, I think they named it either a street or a bench after <laughs> Oh, you got a bench. Well, geez, that was generous. Probably a bench. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope it's a, like an extra large bench with some nice colors and, you know, three-dimensional. Well, the, the Republicans <laughs> in Georgia wouldn't fund the Georgia Music Hall of Fame. So everything in the Georgia Music Hall of Fame moved to uh, the University of Georgia. So I don't I don't know how you if if they have exhibits or or what. I have to ask my friend Betty Alice. So uh, Fred of today, twenty twenty one, when you're thinking about when you have your creative juices, you know, percolating. Um, what what are some of the things that move you to write a, write a song, write some new music? What's pushing your buttons? Oh, I, I have <clears throat> I have tons of ideas, and I actually have songs coming out. Uh, well, I have a song out now with uh, Ursula One Thousand. Well, he re he re uh, mixed uh, Vampire Vamp. Mm -hmm. a Halloween song. He jazz it's more danceable and everything. And there's a video for it. Tom Yaz does our videos and he's great. Oh, I love Tom and Yaz. And I also did a song Neptune Freeze, which was Ursula's idea, and I wrote the lyrics and sang it. That sounds super so fun. I'm working with all different people. I'm writing for other There's a band, there's a great B52's cover band called Hey Lady. So I just sent them a song, and I'm going to send them a few more. So they have original songs. And I, have, I wrote a, another song for Elvira, but she doesn't want to do vampire songs or something. Oh, so I'm going to give it to someone else. <laughs> I guess that might be too obvious. I don't know. Uh, well, have you written a song for Lady Bunny, or has she sang you any of your music? No, I haven't, but I'm a big fan. That old bag, she's great. <laughs> she's coming on the, the show she's here so Wednesday. <laughs> I love her. Yeah, she's coming oh, into San Francisco. You guys should, she should open for you or something. That would be fun. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> if, uh, we have families coming to our show. Right. Well, then, yeah. No, and we keep... stocked. She did her filming <laughs> show. <laughs> and there were kids in the audience. You have to keep her on the side box stage somewhere off you have, you have, by the concession you have, stand. You have to say, down, bunny, down. <laughs> yes, yes. Low, lower, lower. Lie down. Yeah. She, uh, she'll be here Wednesday. Uh, is there any, any messages we can give her from you, you guys? Tell her I hate her. <laughs> All right. I, I, will, I will share the love. <laughs> share the love. Yeah, no, I love bunny. <laughs> How, but, what's know, not to love? Helping. <laughs> What's not the love about Lady Bunny? It's just some... no. I actually met Bunny in the eighties <laughs> on the on the Fourteenth Street bus in New York. I met RuPaul, Bunny, and Lahoma. They were on the bus too, and 
they said, can we meet you? And I said, sure. And I didn't realize, because um, we left, the band left uh, Georgia way before uh, Rue and Bunny and them, you know, had their big thing going in Atlanta. But um, I caught up with bought everything they did, especially Rue had a Star Booty song, and Lahoma was in the Now Explosion, which everyone should check out. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> they were good. <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, uh, weeks and weeks of entertainment, folks. <laughs> yes, it's fun for everyone. Yes. Just pick a spot and work your way out. There's a lots, lo- loads of fun. Endless. Loads of fun for everyone. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, well, we don't want to keep you all night here. I know it's later in, in New York. It's only 4, four o'clock here, 4.17 or something. Oh, it's something. really late at 7.17. <laughs> are, you, are you a night bird? <laughs> well, I wind up... <clears throat> I've been watching a lot of Boris Karloff movies for Halloween. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And... I bought the complete box set of Mama's Family, so I wind up watching Mama's Family after that. You know, because you don't want to go to right to bed after watching a Boris Karloff. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you got to like a soften it, sweeten it up with little Mamas. Yeah, Mama's sweeten family. it up with Mama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a classic. That's a good one. I love Mama's Family. Uh, Vicki Lawrence, are you friends with her? No, no, I'm just a fan of the show. Yeah. Excuse me, I don't know why I'm coughing, but that's okay. Um, oh, I want to give a shout out to my friend Steve Botorf, who works at Amoeba Records. Yes, hey Steve, yeah, he works on Hank Street. Oh, very cool. All right, when you guys do a concert, I mean, you have so many, you know, standard classics that everyone loves. Do you fit them all in, or do you have to like be selective about that kind of thing? Um, we switch out songs, but mm-hmm. they, we've been around so long and we've had so many popular numbers and then there's songs we want to do, whether they want to hear them or not. Um, <laughs> yeah. You, so, you, you got to be in control of that kind of thing. The creative, creating the setting, the creative like tone for the show, for the entertainment. Yeah, I understand that. Oh yeah, you're not. Uh, you have to like uh, build it up, then go down, then build it way back up. Yeah. Are there? Is there one song or one or two songs that if you left out, just people would be pissed? <laughs> I, I can oh, think well, of one. Love Shack, Rome, <laughs> Rock Lobster. I'm, I think people would say, what the hell? What the fuck? And that's a long Jesus song, too. <laughs> you do the whole, like, seven-minute version of Rock Lobster. <laughs> Lana. We might. Yeah. I thought about that, but then, you know. Well, I used to think it sank in the middle, but it doesn't. I was just playing it. You're right. It, it simmers down in the middle to build up in even at the end to an even higher climatic, you know, point, which is it's worth the wait. That song, that is such a classic. That song is, did you, are you responsible well, it, for that we, one? You know, since we didn't have a record deal or anything like that, it was just like, well, we can't throw this part out. No, we can't <laughs> throw this part out either. 
and we wind up with seven minute songs. Yeah, yeah, you're the Georgia Marotta of uh, new wave. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really. If only we made as much money. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, geez, I I was always assumed Rock Lobster made like a ton of money, but yeah, I know how the business is, you know, especially well, it's now. Very punky. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm my personal favorite uh, about the giving fish, you know where? What's the name of the song? Where's my man? Or yeah, get give back, me back, my man. Give me I, back. I wrote the lyrics to that. You did? Oh my God, Fred! That's like my favorite song. I, you know why? It's just that Cindy, like you can feel like the 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 soul, the passion in her deliverance of that vocal. It's yeah, just, she was only eighteen when she sang that. Darn! Was that ever released as a single, or was that album cut only? I, uh, it was released in England, I think. Oh, okay. It has a funky groove to it and everything. They they would release different things in Europe. Right, right. Demigrant marketing. Yeah, it makes sense. Didn't like the... Well, the marketing was like... They had people like 50 people drinking soda pop, and we just said, this is not us. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Whose idea was it for like the tall beehives, which as a drag queen, uh, I aspire to the higher the hair, the closer to Jesus. Well, a... <laughs> it started smaller wigs, but then once we went on tours, I mean, things just <laughs> took off. <laughs> you know, last row has to see you. Yeah, the crowds keep growing bigger, bigger. So, so did the hair, folks. <laughs> There's a good video of us singing wig, and even Keith and I are wearing wigs, even though they interviewed me afterwards and they asked if I was wearing a wig. I said no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I, uh, that's a picture I want to see you in in a wig. <laughs> well, just a uh, wig in England. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, listening to us, you gonna gonna search that one out. I am. Uh, all right, Fred. Let me let you go. But I mean, I hope this isn't our only interview. I, I welcome you back anytime to House of Pride Radio. Uh, we're just, you know. We're just getting going again, too, from the pandemic. We're allowed to have live guests come back into the control room. Uh, so we're, we're easing on into that. And, uh, you know, I hope this will be a good year uh, as we... Well, Fred, you're fabulous. I love your, your style and your sense of self and uh, uh, everything. Yeah, and, and everyone go to communityroaster.com. That's right. You want to get that monster blend for Christmas. It's a, it's a... Yeah, we have, we have several <laughs> blends. Several the one blends. we have now is really good. The breaking blend. The name of the company is breaking, so the breaking blend is really good. Yeah. Will will be can it fit in a stocking? Is it a stocking stuffer kind of thing or is it a little bit more involved? You gotta gotta pantyhose. I think it'll <laughs> yes. be more pantyhose. Control tops. That, that'll hold That's, it. Yeah, really. Fred Schneider, it's been an honor to have some time with you. Thank you. And I hope well, this was fun. Thank you. <laughs> ah, you're I didn't welcome. have to talk about the history of the band that much. On that note, folks, we'll, we'll want to thank you again, and we'll have to go out with, uh, I, I guess, what is arguably your your biggest success on the Hot 100 pop chart. Uh, which I'm not Love Shack. <sighs> okay, which one would you like to hear? <laughs> what is uh, what's one of your uh, favorite? What is your favorite out of all the songs you've done? Is it a 